Today is the fourth and final week of our message series we call, Does This Shock You? The first week of our series, Jesus asked us point blank whether or not we were shocked by His revelation that Holy Communion is the body and blood of His very self. Holy Communion is His body and blood, and we are to consume it if we are to have eternal life. And He turns around and asks His disciples, many of whom left Him, those who were remaining, He looks at them point blank as He looks at us today and says, does this shock you? Holy Communion is communion with Him. That's what makes it holy. Two weeks ago, we discussed how loving Jesus creates the interior disposition within us to want to serve, to want to serve and that there are all sorts of opportunities right here at St. Mary's to do just that, to minister to others, to truly be a minister to other people. As a member of our parish, all of us, all of us are called to minister to others. That is a big part of what you should be doing. That's what it says in the Bible. Does that shock you? Then last week, we talked about listening to God in prayer. Some people seem to be shocked that God could actually speak to them in prayer. God does speak to you. That's part of prayer, conversation with God. We speak and we listen for the Lord. Remember, you can find all of our homilies online at saintmary.life. There's a lot of details that we go over every week. If you'd like to review that or if you missed one, just go to our website, saintmary.life, and click on the homilies tab. They're there both in text and audio. So you can drive around and listen to the Father's Doug every day of your life. For this last week in our series, let's take a look at today's gospel. Peter confesses at that time the very shocking idea that Jesus, this guy before them, is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, this may not be earth-shattering or shocking news to us today, but at that time, that would indeed have been earth-shattering news to those standing around him. Now, here's something that might shock you right out of your pew. This type of news demands that we share it. We are required as Christians to share the good news of Jesus Christ. That's a huge part of what it means to be a Christian. You are called and sent to tell others who Jesus is. This is how you put your faith in motion, your faith in action, as we heard in that second reading from St. James. Then we heard in the gospel today that if we wish to follow Jesus, the first step, he says, is to deny ourselves. In part, that means we are to deny our own discomfort to get over our discomfort, step outside of our comfort zones, and pick up the cross of sharing the Lord with others and finding ways to share Him. That is a cross that makes us uneasy because it's challenging. Consider this, though. It's a beautiful way to give your life to the gospel, this sharing Jesus with the world, to give your life to the Lord. Many of us find it disturbing, even shocking, that we can't just come to church and sit in our pew and be comfortable. The church is perhaps the only organization in the world that exists for the benefit of those who are not its members, 
Yes, we come here to get nurtured and sustained, but to go out and bring Jesus to other people. This building, this community, does not exist to just sit here. Both the building and the community exist to strengthen us and sustain us as we are sent to bring others to Christ. The church exists to evangelize. Have you heard that before? From my mouth you probably have. But we may never ever considered that before. The church literally exists to evangelize. Does that surprise you or shock you? You may be wondering, well, who besides Father Doug Halsema says the church exists to evangelize? The church has declared so from its very inception over 2,000 years ago. The last five popes have clearly stated that over the last 60 years. That would be, see if I get this right, Pope Paul VI, Pope John Paul I, remember there was a first, then Pope John Paul II, Pope Benedict, and Pope Francis. The last five popes have been adamant about it, written about it over and over and over again. They say, this is from the catechism, the true Christian life demands that one is ever ready to sacrifice one's own convenience and pleasure for the sake of telling others about Jesus. Denying yourself and picking up your cross may not seem very life-giving to you, but that's exactly what it is. Think about it this way. The cross is also called the tree of life. The cross gives life to you and to others as you share with them who Jesus is, that man on the cross. Yes, inviting a person to talk about Jesus, I don't deny it, it can be intimidating. But this will turn to joy. It will turn to joy after having invited a few people a few times to talk about the Lord. Remember, too, how they respond to your invitation is not all on you. How they respond is not all on you because it is God who draws a person to himself. Jesus said, no one can come to the Father who sent me unless the Father draws them. Pray the Lord may make a person available for you to talk with. Pray the Lord will open their heart and their mind that they may be prepared to receive your invitation. Remember, it's about the invitation. It's not about whether or not they accept your invitation. Just invite and let God do the rest. If the person accepts or rejects Jesus, it's in God's hands, not yours. However, while the person may not accept your invitation about Jesus at the time you spoke with them, you have still planted a seed, just like you do with your kids all the time, right? Or if it's been a long time since you had kids, your grandkids or your nieces or nephews, we're always planting seeds of hope, planting seeds about the Lord. It's the same thing with your friends, acquaintances. We're planting seeds about the Lord. Sharing Jesus, of course, is what we call evangelization, a word perhaps that terrifies us as Catholics. Well, let's talk a little bit about what evangelization is not. It is not having an acute knowledge of theology. It is not being super bold about faith issues and confronting people all over the place. It is not reserved for only certain Christians. And it's not being extremely well-educated or extraordinarily gifted. 
to be someone who can share the faith with others, all you need to do is be ordinary. It says in the Bible that as some people were observing the confidence of the apostles Peter and John, they understood that these men were uneducated, untrained men. They were ordinary men who followed Jesus. Let me ask you this. What if this idea of sharing your faith that seems so intimidating, what if this idea of sharing your faith with someone was as easy as sharing your life with someone? So here's a shocker. Sharing your faith is as easy as sharing your life. Here's how. Sharing your joys and struggles to have a better relationship with your spouse or significant other becomes a moment that you can share how Jesus helps you to be a better wife, better husband, better boyfriend, better girlfriend, just a better friend by following the ways of the Lord. Can you share that with people? What about this? Your passion to be a designer, architect, or some other sort of engineer becomes a talking point to share how God has given you this beautiful passion and how you want to use the spirit of creativity within you to inspire others about the Creator by the beautiful things that you design or create. How you serve as a firefighter, a law enforcement agent, or healthcare practitioner is a beautiful way, a beautiful setting to explain how you serve both God and others day in and day out. As a doctor, as a nurse, as a firefighter, as a law enforcement agent, what about the military? The most important thing for military men and women is to walk with God. They are a blessing to all those who do good and a terror to the evildoers. That responsibility is rooted in a relationship with God in which they know Him and His ways. As a member of the armed forces, you can help others to know God and His Son when they are lost. The military says you cannot proselytize. It does not say you cannot evangelize. We are encouraged to help one another discover the Lord or rediscover the Father and His Son when they feel lost. What about this? Parents, are you a father? Your love of being a father is like the love of God. Who is a father? So that when you talk about your children, you can talk about your passionate heart God gave you for your children. So in all these situations, there are many more, all we're talking about doing is having conversations. You invest into relationships with others and have these basic conversations with them. Sharing your life and how the Lord is connected to your life. And when you do that, you share the Lord. Other than sharing our faith with others because it's what Jesus tells us to do, why should you want to do it? Here's four reasons that might change how you think about evangelization. Number one, we share the gospel to share God's fame. Why do we exist? We exist to bring glory to God, if you remember your Catechism 101. What is glory? Well, it's something like fame. We make God famous when we tell others about who He is and the good things He has done. Have you shared your story about the things God has done in your life? Number two, 
We share the gospel to give hope. We share the gospel to give hope to other people. St. Paul reminds us that once people were without hope, without God in the world, their situation was the worst it could possibly be. The people were dead in their transgressions and sins. And then he says, but God, full of love and compassion, reached out and brought them new life in Jesus Christ. When we share the gospel, we offer hope. Hope that can only be found in God and His Son, Jesus. Which of your family members, friends, neighbors, co-workers have yet to experience the hope that God offers when things seem bleak in life. That's number two. Number three, we share the gospel because we are God's spokespeople. St. Paul says, you are Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through you. What would happen if you began your day thinking when you got up, I'm God's ambassador? Well, God has entrusted you with the privilege of being his ambassadors or spokespeople. It's number three. Number four, we all want to be happy and help others experience happiness, do we not? We share the gospel to increase everyone's joy. One of the authors of the Bible wrote, we say all of this about Jesus to make our joy complete. Talking about Jesus brought him joy because he knew others would share in the joy of knowing Jesus. That's why we call it the good news. If we're enjoying our relationship with Christ, we can't help but want others to be part of the community that knows and experiences God's love and grace. So who do you want to experience this incredible joy? A faith that is not in motion is not an active faith. As St. James said in that second letter, it may be a dead faith if your faith is not in motion. You can share Jesus in the everydayness of your life conversations, and you can also share Jesus here by ministering right here in the parish. All the ministries we mentioned in the parish a couple weeks ago, we're still looking for help with. All these ministries provide opportunities for you to share Jesus with others and teach others how to do that. So in particular today, when we talk about kicking off our children's ministries, we need help with that. You're going to teach our kids about the Lord. And through doing so, you're encouraging them and giving them hope and enthusiasm in the Lord and showing them that you're not intimidated by sharing it. Then they start sharing good news of Jesus with one another, and they're able to do that with their friends, even their neighbors, so that when they grow up, they're not like you and me, big chickens too afraid to go out and share the Lord. So why not volunteer to help with that? If you're a teacher in our school, you're doing a fantastic job of sharing Jesus with the Lord. Many of the ministries here can do that as well. So just sign up on one of those ministry cards in the pews and drop it in the collection basket today. Or if you're watching us online, you can go to our website, stmary.life, and click on the ministry sign up image. Okay, let's recap. Here's what we want you to know today. Because we know who Jesus is, we're required to share who He is with others and to bring others to Him. It says that in the Bible. Do you find that shocking? Does it make you uncomfortable? If so, then you're a bit shocked. This is what we want you to do. 
We're asking you to do one of two things this week. Number one, pray that the Lord may make a person available to you to talk with about Him. And pray the Lord will open their heart and mind so they may be prepared to receive your invitation. Remember, it's about the invitation. Number two, there are many opportunities here at St. Mary to share your faith by ministering to others. You can share Jesus by serving in a ministry here. You can fill out a card today and place it in the collection basket or complete one online at stmary.life. Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Who will you share that with?